The Alpha Sessions with Alan Joyce. So this is The Alpha Sessions. Welcome along. And I'm very pleased to be joined in the studio today by Flo Gallup. Welcome along. Hi. Thanks Hi. for having me. Lovely to have you down. <laughs> Finally, we made uh, managed to arrange it because we spoke to you a couple of years ago online back in 2021 yeah. when things were very, very different. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. But uh, the first thing I need to say, um, and this is hot off the heels of uh, something that happened to you yesterday, is that you're now best friends with Jedward. What's all that about? you got to talk me through that one. How did that all come about? So I'm driving my car, right? And I just look over and it just says, you've received a voice message from Jedward. I'm like, what? I love Jedward. I had Jedward merch as a kid, so I was really? literally yeah. I was obsessed with Jedward growing up, so I yeah, I was obsessed. So it was just really bizarre, but they called me a Spice Girl, and it made my life. So <laughs> that's it, really. Do they know you're besties. big fans? Have you been messaging them before? No, not really. Blue? I mean, I so they watched my story the other day, so I posted that on my story to yeah. be like Jedward watched my story, and then they just ignored it. But then. Yeah, they they sent me a voice message. I, they they made it up to me for ignoring the fact that I had put it on my story. But yeah. So is there a collaboration on the cards now? You know, I that's going to be the next so. duet. Could be. Oh my goodness! Yeah, absolutely could be. How I think we're going to do it. Be? Yeah. <laughs> Watch this space. Watch this space, Ireland. I'm coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, if there, if there was in a dream scenario, you could get your video out to one artist, could be any artist in the world, and you'd be like, I want that artist to see my video and 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 respond and collaborate. Who would be the dream? Uh, dream artist? Oh wow! Big question. It's a huge <laughs> question. Uh, probably like. Oh, like, can we take it back and go to, like, Oasis? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I'm an Oasis gal. Yeah. Like, I, um, yeah, I love Oasis. Yeah. But I heard that there might be a collaboration on the cards, so not as go. in with me. Not, <laughs> I mean, not a collaboration, but the two of them, they're, they're coming back together. They're yeah. rekindling. Um, but, yeah. Or, like, Fallout Boy. Yeah. Random. What is wrong with me? Or like Miley Cyrus, maybe. Okay, quite quite <laughs> extremes, but yeah. So, did you ever think about going in? Because obviously, Oasis is quite a different style to what yeah. what you do. Like, did you ever think about going that sort of rock indie type route? Yeah, I did. Um, and like, actually, probably the earlier stuff that I wrote is more like that. I think it was as I was working with producers and stuff, it kind of found my sound. Yeah. But um, I would say that, like, lyrically my they're not my songs aren't similar but i take inspiration from them in terms of like the storytelling aspect and i just find that they they're very blunt with their lyrics and it's sometimes quite shocking yeah. so yeah they're a big inspiration and i always used to sing with my hands behind my back like liam gallagher oh really yeah when i first started i think it was like from nerves as well but like my dad's always like, you've just got your, it's kind of your go-to. <laughs> I, I always do put my hands behind my back. I've kind of changed it a little bit now, but yeah, I do love Oasis. Yeah. Oh, well, so <laughs> if you're listening, Gallagher Brothers, <laughs> I mean, if it's going to be either Jedward or the Gallagher Brothers, right? You know. It's oh a, my God. It's a thing. Happen. Could happen. That'd be so cool. <laughs> so when we talked to you way back in 2021, you mentioned a little bit about the fact that you got into music through um, your dad being a music lover and things like that. So yeah. what, what music did you grow up listening to? So grew up listening to kind of like 100% The Beatles, hmm. um, The Who, The Kinks. Um, 
that blondie, that sort of thing. Um, it was always like on in the background and I kind of, I don't know. I just saw it as my dad's music and it yeah. was just, it didn't really interest me. Um, to be fair though, my dad from a young age, like I remember him sitting me down and showing me um, Green Day and being like, that's how you need to perform. Hmm. Um, so some cool music. I mean, I think my dad is a music lover and just got me involved in music from a really young age. And it was only when I got to about 17 that I found the love for the same artist that I was like, oh, this is actually really good. Like the stuff that's been playing in the car is really, really good. And like everything he said about performing and stuff, I'm thinking the same. Like, I don't know. I feel like you have to kind of discover it for yourself a little bit. And do you now listen to a lot of that music again now and appreciate it in a different way? Oh my God, completely. Like, yeah. yeah, that is, that is everything. I mean, Green Day was my first ever gig and I, would do anything to go back to that sort of time. I mean, I saw Green Day last year. um, But it's different because it's a different time now. Like, it was kind of like a comeback tour sort of thing. But to go back to kind of 2000s and see Green Day would be be very cool. So you're kind of like, I was there, but I wasn't like there as I am now. But you know what I mean. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and at what stage did you decide then that you wanted to do that as your as your main thing to be a performer? I think I think I have always known. Like genuinely, I think I have always just wanted to do that. There there was definitely like elements growing up where I was like I'm going to be an actress or I'm going to be a presenter or but I always knew that I wanted to do something where it was like performing and I guess being out of my comfort zone as well. Um, but the music just like my because my dad is so into music and like we grew up going to watch him play gigs any family party I was always up singing Um, I just I love singing Mm. and the writing music just kind of comes along with that like as I started singing you're kind of like oh well I want to sing my own stuff Mm. and then that's kind of been a, a grower like I've started to love writing music the past five years and yeah Hmm. um and you have a very distinctive songwriting style which we kind of touched on which is it is very honest and relatable isn't it i mean a lot of people i guess have probably compared your sound and your style to sort of someone like kate nash is that where you say we'd get your influences from yeah like kate kate nash her songs are just genius like the stuff that she says and the way that she words it is just so blatant it's like Mm. there's no getting away from the story she just says the most honest stuff and me and my sister used to listen to Kate Nash and like Lily Allen growing Mm. up and um I I just love her lyrics I love their lyrics like they it's just obvious and um the way they speak about boys and it's so relatable it's Mm. stuff that is chatty and you you would say to your friends to music Hmm. which yeah so I've kind of just taken influence from that um and I love it Hmm. um yeah and and how do you find the songwriting process do you find it comes quite naturally to you to write in that way or do you do you kind of have to really concentrate and sit down and sort of allocate time to songwriting or does it just come to you whilst you're on a bus or a restaurant or something so yeah it's changed like I used to kind of sit down and write and then um, 
it's, I don't, I can't really explain this. It's almost like when I first started writing, I used to be able to just sit down and write. And yeah. it was like, because I've never written before, I had all this stuff ready to go. Yeah. Like stories over years that I was like, oh, well, I can write about that and I can write about that. Then that went. And I'm thinking, and you know, I get into a relationship and you don't have the breakups and blah, blah, blah. Mm. You're like, what the hell do I write about? So now it's kind of like, I could be on a bus and I could see something or I could be sat in a cafe or I'll be at home just cooking. Something will come to my head. I need to write that down, like yeah. lyrics, anything. Um, and I tend to kind of now write in sessions and I would just take the stuff into sessions. But yeah, it's now it's pretty much like it will just come to me. I couldn't really just sit down and be like, I'm going to write about this today. Mm. Sometimes I do, like if I've got a situation that is on my mind, then I'll write um, and I'll just pick up the guitar. But yeah, most of the time I'm just writing lyrics in my phone. Mm. And a lot, so much has happened since we last spoke to you in 2021. Because at that time, you just released your first single. Yeah. Um, and obviously, since then, you've released many, many more. So, and it was such a weird time anyway, wasn't it? Obviously, doing that in the middle of um, the lockdown and bits and pieces. So, like... Feels like a lifetime ago, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, I know everyone says that, but it, it really does. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, as an artist, how much do you think you've sort of developed and grown since that, since that time? So much. Just... Yeah, it's just been, I mean, because at that point, I had never, obviously because of COVID and stuff, I had never gigged any of my tracks, really. Um, I mean, the live set has been like a major part of it because me and my band are like gigging quite frequently and like our live set is ready to go and... Um, you know, with I'm I'm so confident with that now. Whereas back then, I was probably just still quite reserved and like didn't really know what to do. And um, I don't know. Like it's just there's been such a shift in like the way that I I think now as well. I guess like um, yeah, I'm just doing I'm just doing more. So I mean, what what would the self now? tell yourself from two years ago in terms of like advice and releasing singles and things like that what have you what have you learned over the last couple of years start tiktok earlier i really like honestly yeah. why was i not on tiktok during or like i was on tiktok during the lockdown but like be so consistent and frequent with it i wish that i i mean i'm not like tiktok famous i've got like 600 followers but i mean i am trying at the tiktok thing and i just think we all have this platform that we can use. So why wasn't I using it? Like yeah. we, I should have just done it in the lockdown, but you know, hindsight's a great thing. <laughs> well, we are gonna come on to uh, the whole social media thing very shortly because there's a connection to your new track, isn't there? There but, is. Um, we'll come back to that. Let's, um, let's have a listen to one of the tracks you performed for us today. Um, the first one is called Chasing After You. So tell us a bit about that track. Um, so this song is about a boy that I dated for one week. We dated for a week, but I was like, I didn't get over this boy for like a whole year. And it was on my mind and he was within my friendship group and it was quite a difficult situation. So um, yeah, it's just like about the awkwardness of when you're like obsessed with someone, they don't like you back and you're kind of sad about that. And yeah, that is chasing after you. <laughs> I hate 
your love, it's just so confusing. Why do I always feel like I'm losing? I can't eat, I can't sleep, and I'm struggling to stay on my feet. But you don't care. Messages to your phone go to airplane mode. I'm on my way home, and I just wish that you'd talk to me. Oh, times change, but. Never do. I don't want to spend my life chasing after you. Times change, but people never do. I don't want to spend my life chasing after you. Chasing, chasing after you. Chasing. Chasing after you, see each other, we don't even talk, tend to stare at the floor, carry on just walking. I hate the fact it's all hearsay, what your friends said, what my friends say, and none of it. No one knows that I have been there when you take off your clothes. And kiss my nose, cause here goes the cold words I suppose I ought to stop Take a look at myself Stop and work on my mental health Stop and look away from you Cause there's other fitter boys in the room Times change, but people never do I don't want to spend my life chasing after you Times change, but people never do. I don't want to spend my life chasing after you. Chasing, chasing after you. Chasing, chasing after you. Chasing, ooh, chasing after you. Chasing, chasing, chasing after you. Times change, but people never do. I don't want to spend my life chasing after you. Times change, but people never do. I don't want to spend my life chasing after you. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, chasing after you. The Alpha Sessions with Alan Joyce. So let's talk about the um, the new track, the latest single, You'd Never Know. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that is the whole Instagram versus reality thing as we're talking about social media and stuff. So, I mean, what's your relationship with social media generally, would you say? I love social media. Yeah. I think social media is amazing. I think that everyone's got a platform to be able to showcase what they can do. If you want to be a presenter, you can 
you can do anything. Like you can literally post anything on social media. You can build a following and I think it's amazing. However, I do think that you post your best self on social media. Like no one is showing when they're crying their eyes out because they've had a really bad day. Like no one is showing that. And it's just the reality of it is completely different to what we're all posting. And I think a lot of the time you can get a bit caught up and think, oh, but they look like they're doing amazingly and good for them. But also that that makes me feel really bad because I don't know how how well I'm going and what's going on. And actually, you've just got to follow your path, ignore what's on social media and not take it too literally. Post what you want to post and just recognise that not everyone is being their true self online. Mm. Um, Do you think it's become a more positive thing? I mean, certainly a few years ago, because Twitter, I guess, was mm. the main platform and that was generally so negative. A lot of people really struggled with that. Whereas yeah. I feel like Instagram and TikTok has moved away from that a little bit. Do you feel that or is there still a huge amount of pressure, would you say? I just think like the photo editing thing, and I don't want to hate on that because if you want to edit your photos, that's great. Mm. Like if if it makes you feel confident and comfortable, but you have to think about the the child or anyone who's sitting there thinking, oh, but I don't look like that. And mm. it's, why don't I look like that? When actually that is completely edited how you know it's just a very difficult situation so i mean like hate wise i would say yeah obviously since twitter's kind of not the main platform it's probably got slightly better but um the rise of editing photos and being able to and and you know the kardashians i adore the kardashians but it's not real what we're seeing like they have all said that they edit their photos and but as a young girl, you're kind of thinking, well, I don't look like that. And mm. I, am I supposed to? And mm. am I, you know. And do you feel like you can be yourself on social media or do you feel like you're sort of portraying sort of a, another side of your life? I definitely <clears throat> try and put, be as like relatable and honest as I possibly can. However, like I'm definitely only putting the best stuff out. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, of course, but I do try and like jump on, no makeup, like have a chat, like say, oh my God, this went wrong today, yeah. as much as I can be. But yeah. obviously no one is going to show their, it's just the reality of it. Mm. None of us do. Mm. Um, but yeah, I try and be as And there are probably days real. and weeks, I'm assuming, where you kind of just think, oh, I'm just not feeling inspired to post anything on those days. <laughs> so do you just kind of just think, okay, I'm just going to have a social media sort of shut down for a week? Or do you kind of have to kind of think, okay, I need to force myself to post something <laughs> funny here yeah uh there are days when i'm like i do not want to post yeah. today like i feel ugly tonight <laughs> but also like you know no makeup greasy hair all of that but like i think now you can kind of just post anything and someone's gonna kind of find it funny or if you just jump on and just have a chat I mean, I love watching when people just are so candid with what they're posting about. So um, I try and be as consistent as possible and just like get on socials. But, you know, yeah, there are definitely days where I am like in bed. <laughs> like, <And> yeah. No, <laughs> not today. 
TikTok is an interesting one. We've spoken to so many artists down here about TikTok. And I think it's kind of, it's a bit of a Marmite one, isn't it? Because in terms of Instagram, I suppose, at least you've only got to pose a picture with TikTok. You've got to come up with video content all the time. Do you find that comes easy to you? Do you enjoy that? I would say, like, when I'm doing it, I absolutely love it. But the the thought of sometimes getting the camera out and being like, right, what are we going to do today? And how are we going to do that? Is is long. Mm. It's just a long, but I love it. Mm. Like, and I... Yeah, I enjoy just chat, chatting, but sometimes you're you can overthink what it is that you should be posting. Um, you have to post uh, as an artist. You have to just to get your music out there and to get it heard. And I, I believe TikTok will favour you the more that you're using their platform and if you're consistent and um, use the different features and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just try and do it, but. The, the video content, yeah, it's not as easy as posting a picture, wacky a Valencia filter on it and hoping for the best. It's, yeah. it's different these days, but yeah. it is what it is. And, and what advice would you give to like a, a young artist starting out, especially a young female artist just starting out and kind of being a bit overwhelmed by social media? What advice would you give to them as a, an artist coming through? I would probably tell them to 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 post if they can, like... Um, and just be try and be consistent with it you don't have to you can do it in your style like be who you want to be if you don't want to talk to the camera that's okay if you just want to play your songs that's okay like I tell them to download CapCut (laughs) that's the main one Um, but yeah just you there's no rules yeah do whatever you can do that feels right hmm. for you for your image and who you see yourself being as an artist um it's definitely it's really hard hmm. it's really hard to know what you should be posting another thing is you've made a number of music videos for some of your songs as well they look like so much fun do you enjoy the process of making music videos so good yeah. so nerve-wracking as well though like um yeah up which was the last music video that we did that was that was just one day um and it was the first time that i'd had like quite a few other people in the video and yeah it was it was a bit scary yeah. um because i was like okay you've got to be on it because there's loads of other people around but also really just i'm still quite new to like the whole video thing and blah blah, blah. so um yeah it was good and we did a dance in that and it's probably one of my favorite videos there is a bit in it that i do like a role I'm actually just spilling secrets here. I do like a roll off the on the grass and it annoys me. Every time I see it, I'm like, <laughs> why did someone not cut that out? But otherwise, I love that music video. I love it. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> and it's a shame because I feel like music videos are not such a big thing these days. A lot of artists don't do music videos. Well, they're expensive, aren't they? Yeah. Like, it is, it is an expensive thing. I felt at the time that like up was really worth doing it for and I'm really glad that we did do it and I think it fits the song so well and I work with some really cool people on that video so yeah I'm just grateful for for being able to have done it but um yeah any funny experiences that stand out to you in terms of doing music videos in the past like some classic behind the scenes goss probably quite a lot I can't really think now um I mean, how long does it take you to make a music video, would you say, from from scratch? Well, that was... So, actually, to be fair, there is quite... A, so, at the start of Up, there's, like, the um, 
toast is being thrown. That took so many takes, like, because people kept dropping the toast yeah. and then like I had to put my knife in the marmite and it was just it was just drama. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean that that one took just just a day and we worked probably from about ten it's the setting up and everything that takes quite a while. Actually once you know the scenes that you're gonna do, you kinda get the shots pretty quickly. Um, one of my favourite bits about the up video is um, the second verse, I'm like in a room and then I walk down a corridor and all of that was kind of choreographed, like what I was going to be doing and when I was going to turn. And I think it looks really cool. Mm. Like I'm I'm really proud of that bit. It did take a few takes, but you know, e even if you watch like the people in the background, it's, it's, all, it's all staged, yeah. but it doesn't look it, it looks very natural and yeah. And you got plans to do more videos this year? There's Fingers one crossed. in the diary. There's yeah. one in the diary, and it's actually for the new song. So the song you haven't heard yet, but um, yeah, it's, I've got the, I've got it in the diary. Watch this face, hey? Yeah, yeah, it's coming. Cool. So let's talk about the single. Uh, Sorry for you, mate. Yeah. Uh, for one thing, I mean it's been featured on Radio One. It's it's done amazing. Um, Jodie Bryant has been a massive supporter of yours. She's obviously um, played the song on Radio One. Like that must have been an amazing moment for you to actually hear it on Radio One. <laughs> Oh, I can't even tell you. So so I knew that it was going to be getting played. I don't know if I was supposed to say that. Um, but I knew that it was going to be getting played. And I remember getting that text and I jumped around my bedroom because it was just like, oh, my God, I've waited for that. Like, I've worked so hard for that as well. Um, and it just makes it feel so re real and, like, legit. Like, you're doing it. You're out here doing it. Um, but, yeah, it was actually really nice because I knew the day that it was going to be getting played and I knew that all my family was going to be there so I was like guys you better be in the kitchen like I'm on radio one but yeah. I didn't know the time that I was going to be on so like I think we played Jenga and stuff and I was just like we just have the radio on I will never forget that like yeah. it was it was really cool an amazing moment and and thoroughly well deserved I love the track anyway tell Thank us more you. about the track itself um it's probably actually one of my favourite songs that I've ever written. I like how real it is. Um, that took a long time to write this song. Like, I started writing it in the lockdown, uh, in the November 2020 lockdown. And um, I just wrote it to, like, a logic loop um, and the verses. And then it, I actually think the pre was the chorus. Took it to the producer I always work with, Patch. And um, he was like, no like this chorus needs reworking so we rewrote the chorus and then we added bits in and we cut the verses because the song was originally about six minutes long because I was just blabbering I don't even know what I was talking about like crazy stuff but anyway we cut it short um which line song and then um yeah yeah out it came Well, I guess my story starts here. It's a long one, but I'll cut it short. We've been pals, then to lovers, then to whatever we are now. Nothing much. So sorry for what you said to me, or the last time religiously. Oh, honey, it's not going well for you. So sorry for the trust I put in you. All the time you were out, just you two. Well, actually, I'm sorry for you, mate. I learned from my mistakes, but you keep on faking. You're making me so sick of all the bad you do. 
you're just a loser I'm happy with you, yeah Oh, hallelujah There was that night you came back smashed Yeah, you've been out on the lash So we're starting to fit together now Hit the bedpost, took off your dirty clothes Threw them on the floor, slammed up Turn your back on me so sorry for what you said to me All the lies so religiously Oh honey, it's not going well for you I'm so sorry for the trust I put in you All the time you were out, just you too Well actually, I'm sorry for you mate I learned from my mistakes But you keep on faking You're making me so sick of all the bad you do, yeah Cause you're just a loser I'm happy with you yeah. Oh, hallelujah I'm sorry for your loss of me But now I'm getting over you We're not meant to be So happy we're through, yeah Oh, hallelujah, hey, yeah No one to make me feel neglected Got myself and now I feel protected I'm glad that you got the message and left I'll switch off my phone so I can think straight I really can't afford another mistake I don't want to read the message you sent, babe Well, I guess my story starts here It's a long one Bow cut short I'm sorry for you, mate I learned from my mistakes But you keep on faking You're making me so sick of other That you do, yeah Cos you're just a loser I'm happy with you yeah. Oh, hallelujah I'm sorry for your loss of me But now I'm getting over you We're not meant to be So happy we're through yeah. Oh, hallelujah yeah. The Alpha Sessions with Alan Joyce So let's talk now about gigging Yes because I know you love gigging, love and gigging. Um, you've played some amazing gigs recently, actually. You did the Camden Assembly, didn't you? How yeah. was that one? So I was putting kids, and they are, like, a really cool band. So I was buzzing to be on, like... When when I was asked if I wanted to do it, he said, oh, it's like a maybe, like, we might be able to get you on. And I was like, I'm doing the gig. I don't care what you say, this is their manager. I was like, I'm doing the gig, I'm having it. Um but Camden Assembly is like a really cool venue, good stage, like good mm. stage size. You can kind of walk up and down it a bit. I was first on, which is always, it's always hard, but also like the crowd are ready. Like they haven't, they've got their first drink. They're ready to hear something. So it's also quite a good place to be on. And also you can then enjoy the rest of your night and like relax a bit. Um, but yeah, th that was a good gig. Um, loved it. And what is the perfect gig for you? What what makes a fantastic gig, apart from obviously a great reaction from the audience, but what other things do you look for when you're booking gigs? When I'm booking them? Uh, I just like playing with really cool people. Yeah. I'm sure everyone does, but like, um, yeah, kind of if, if something comes up, I mean, a lot of gigs I get through Instagram and I'll just get a message like, do you want, do you fancy doing this? And... Sometimes it's kind of like, because obviously with full band, it's, it's it's expensive and blah, blah, blah. So don't tend to take everything. Um, but if there's something that you kind of can't say no to, then yeah. Mm. I, like, I don't know. 
I've got a few bits coming up. Um, I'm doing, I can't say what it is yet, but I'll be able to say at the end of the week. I'm doing a festival in summer, which I'm very excited about. Amazing. Um, and yeah. And is that the sort of gig that you would love to do? I mean, if you could play anywhere in the UK, let's say, narrow it down a little bit, where would you love to ultimately play? So yeah, I'd love to do like the festival thing because yeah. I'm a festival gal. Yeah. Like I go to festivals, and yeah, playing playing festivals is like really really important to me. It's also really difficult to do and really hard to get the gigs. Mm. Um, so I've just been plugging away. Like I I was up till like uh, four a.m. the other day, just like applying to festivals, like. <laughs> just sending this email like please let me play i promise i will be good um but you know it's it's hard but yeah ideally i would do the festivals and any funny gig experiences <laughs> um i fell off the stage once <laughs> um how many had you had before that I know, I never drink. I, I never really, ever drink before. Yeah. I mean, I might have one, but I try to avoid it. Yeah. It was drilled into me from like a young age. My dad, who obviously has gigged over the years and like he I feel like he knows what he's talking yeah. about when it comes to gigs and stuff and he's just like, You just don't you yeah. just don't drink because I wanna be able to do it without having a drink. Yeah. And if I can do it without having a drink, then bloody hell I'll be good after yeah, one. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like do you know what I mean? So um, yeah, just try and not have it, and like just taking the nerves, use it as like yeah. adrenaline. Yeah. But yeah. So you falling off stage, you didn't injure yourself or anything, did you? No, I was alright. <laughs> I was alright. Just stalled it out. Yeah. 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 I think it's all about the recovery. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you could do a gig with anyone, if you could, if you could support any artist, like who who would be the dream? Right. So I've thought about this. Yeah. I've thought about this a lot. Yeah. Right. So obviously in my dreams, I dream of playing Glastonbury main stage. Right. Right. It happens. It happens. It could happen. It could happen. It could You're friends of Radio 1 now. Like anything possible, right? It could happen. With Jedward. Yeah, with (laughs) Jedward. They'll make it happen. So obviously like a lot of people do kind of collaborations like Blossoms had um, Mel C on and um, Olivia Rodrigo had Lily Allen and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, who would I have? Yeah. And I've decided that I would do Flo Gallup times Fall Out Boy. And we'd do Thanks for the Memories. Oh, that'd be so good. I know! That would be amazing. Oh, my God. We're going to make that happen. We've got to make it happen. The campaign starts here, right? Fall Out Boy. Fall Out Boy, <laughs> Just going to bombard you with tags now until it yeah, happens. Like, for, wait, is this camera recording? Yeah. Fall Out Boy. Please. Do me a favour. And Glastonbury, please let me play. <laughs> First, I've got to get the gig. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Fallout Boy, make it happen, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the dream. So at Glastonbury, Fallout Boy. Yeah. Okay, and then let's think big now. Dream Rider. Like, you know, if you could have anything backstage waiting for you at this gig, what's it going to be? Oh, I'm pretty chilled. Like, I'm not the sort no, of girl... No, come on, Meredith, I'm not no, having that. No, think I, big, Okay, you know. okay, but I, I'm not the sort of girl that's like, uh, <laughs> I only eat red Skittles. Yeah. Like, although I do really like red Skittles. Yeah. They should look into making just a bag of red Skittles. But, um, no, I, like, waters, beers for the band, whatever, you know. Yeah. You're pretty chill. I'm pretty chill. Do I, you get nervous before, like, doing gigs like that? 
I've got better, but yeah, yeah. massively. Like, um, I used to not eat before doing a gig. And I mean, that was just ridiculous. And I, I built it up in my head and I was mm. like, oh, like, I can't, I can't eat. Mm. I, I don't eat before I sing. And then like one day I was really hungry and Jono, my drummer was like, right, we're gonna go and get some pizza. Like, you just, just eat some food. Mm. And I ate the food and I was fine. And I was like, I've just built this up in my head. So now um, I do eat yeah. and it actually helps because you've got more energy yeah. and you feel better, you know. I was um, going to say, if you're energetic, bouncing around on stage, and yeah. also you use a lot of energy in your performances yeah. and stuff, so yeah. But it's you will always be nervous. Like I think if you don't get nervous, then mm. what's the point? But I've definitely got better with it. I'm more confident. Mm. And you perform with a band as well, don't you? Do you have a regular band that performs with you, or? Um, so I, yeah, I do. Um, Nathan, who you met today, mm -hmm. he's my guitarist. And then Jono is my drummer and my amazing uh, bassist, Adam. We had our last gig on Friday and he has left the band. Oh. He has exited, which I am just heartbroken yeah. about. I dedicated Sorry For You, mate, to him. I was actually like furious. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he's doing a solo project and was just kind of like, do you know what? I'm not going to do any of the session stuff anymore. Um, but he's epic on stage yeah. like he shakes his hips and stuff and I, i'm all for that yeah. so yeah did I'm you gutted. always want to be part of a band as opposed to just being sort of on stage solo do you prefer that yeah like i think i think i always was just gonna do the solo thing and then like obviously you spend so much time with these people that you become really good friends yeah. and like it, the way that they perform and the advice that they give you like jono has been with me from probably the very beginning like he is he has played some terrible songs for me like i've just been like jono please play this song and he must have been like flo this is so <laughs> bad but he's been there right from the beginning and kind of seen the journey so yeah it's i think it's all about like the bond and the relationship yeah. like i can't imagine how it i mean it's gonna be hard enough having a different basis but yeah jono has been there from the start so yeah. It would be weird yeah, if it was miss else. not having them around. Yeah. yeah. So talk us through what lies next in 2023. What have you got coming up? What's the exciting stuff? Lots of music. Like, yeah. so much music. Can't even tell you. Like, prep your calendars. Yeah. <laughs> it's, good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. And um, I'm really excited about some of the songs that I've got coming up. Like, we have hit the studio hard. Like, we have been writing. And these songs are all, like, a bit different, quirky. Um yeah i think it's gonna be fun yeah so good well i can't wait to hear them all. yeah <laughs> I, I absolutely love the sort of pop sound that you're doing and um, i can't wait to hear more so look forward to hearing about it so how can people find out more about you uh so i'm on instagram at flow underscore gallop i'm on tiktok at flow underscore gallop I'm on everything at Flo underscore Gallop. I don't know why I'm like listing these out. Flo underscore Gallop. Right. Perfect. Check it out. Yeah. Flo, thank you so much for coming down. It's been a pleasure having you down it's here. It's been real. Thank you so much. Some people say I'm like Marmite Cos I'm so loud and I talk quite quick Might not be your cup of tea But I'm a shot of tequila 
Gonna ride through the city all day in an Uber till I get my license and sing along to songs from the noughties because they all are priceless. When I'm feeling myself, I don't need anyone else to fit to the ground. Try to keep up if you want to stick around me. Cause I'm up, up, up and you can't try to ground me. Cause you know that I will kick back and then you will see what it takes to lead. Don't at me, I don't need you on my feet. Some people say I'm like Phoebe, you know the character off the TV. She was the best one, no doubt about it. Princess Consuela, all her cool outfits. I need to find my own Mike Hannigan, so we can have some stupid shenanigans. Someone who can take my crazy is the right man to call me his lady. When I'm feeling myself, I don't need anyone else to fit to the ground. Try to keep up if you want to stick. Back and then you will see what it takes to 